You're very welcome to the Westport GAA Hurling Podcast. My guest this week is Connor Ryan, of course, a former player with the club and with the county. Connor, before we talk about your own hurling career, tell us a little bit about the Ryan family and, I suppose, the connection here in Westport. The Westport connection is actually on my mother's side. Um, my mother is a Malloy. They were Malloys at Shop Street, uh, which is now super value, actually. They go back, I suppose, hundreds of years in town. Uh, my dad uh, is actually from Wexford. People would assume there was a bit of a, a hurling influence from him, but uh, it was small enough, really. Uh, I got more uh, into hurling from just really through being um, coached in school by Stephen Roderick, I think it was, who came in. Would that be your earliest hurling memory and experience of getting a hurling schlitter? I think so, yeah. So we would have been nine. So the club seemed to have made a big push around that time. Uh, John Meany was actually teaching us in fourth class and he seemed to be quite interested as well. Um, and as I said, Stephen Broderick came into us. I remember him actually doing, I suppose, air swings in the schoolyard with 20 or 30 of us all in a circle swinging hurleys uh, in the old Christian Brothers yard. And then from there, I'd say most of the class went down to the pitch then on Sunday mornings for training. I remember training used to be 12 o'clock Sunday morning. I would have been friendly with Stephen Broderick Jr. Uh, he was in the same class, so he would have had a head start in all of us. Um, he was obviously exposed to it at home. What year was that? I think it was autumn of 1989. It seemed like there was good numbers, up, certainly up to under 14 at that time, from what I can remember. But as I said, when you're under nine, you tend to be just absorbed in your own little world. Um, but I was aware that there was a senior team as well, I think, from what I can remember. Um, and I remember... I actually remember being about seven or eight and seeing the hurdles in the parade and thinking it looked pretty cool because they all had big sticks and, I don't know, I was wearing a scout uniform or whatever. So I think at the time it appealed to me because it just seemed like, a, I suppose, a cool game to play, just the skill and, the, I suppose, the, the, the technical challenge of playing the game and being able to hit the ball really far with a, with a, with a stick just really appealed to me at the time. Uh, and it just seemed like an amazing skill to have, you know. What coaches or who was involved, apart from Stephen Broderick, in those early years of your development? Uh, Andy Doyle was involved. I think Albert Gallagher, Jr., was helping out a bit as well. And then Stephen Gallagher would have been around the scene as well. And as I said, John Meany would have done a bit with us in school at that time as well. But Stephen Broderick and Jim Hogan too. So <laughs> I remember the fail at under-14s when we were under-12, so we would have played in that team. After Fela, how did Hurling develop then? Because you took it very serious and you know developed, I suppose, a relationship with the county team at that stage. I suppose at that age, I would have been into playing everything. I think I literally would have been playing everything at that age, up to kind of 14, 15. I would have played all the field sports that were going on in town, so soccer, Gaelic, uh, rugby. I even went through a phase of doing um, a bit of sort of middle distance running as well when I was a little bit younger. So hurling was just kind of a natural, I suppose, thing you did as well. Um, as I said, myself and Stephen would have been into a lot of it and there was a few other lads as well who were kind of playing most of those sports as well at the same time with us. Um, but actually after under 14, that was actually the last time I ever played underage for the club. There was no uh, under 16s or minor team at that time in the club that time the next game of hurling I played for the club was a senior hurling match against Ballina when I was 15 
and I was literally under 15 and they were stuck for players so I ended up playing in that match and I remember marking a guy who was about he was literally about 6'4 on the day he couldn't hurl much but I still was pretty scared of him at the time. But that must have taken uh, some determination and commitment from yourself to continue to hurl, even though there was no team for you to hurl with, apart from, we'll say, the county under 16 or the county under 18 minor at that stage. I enjoyed the hurling because it, it was always a bit more of an eclectic kind of mix of people and playing other sports, which, you know, at that age, that stage, you were all surrounded by people the same age as you. And it was possibly a bit more um i suppose one-dimensional from a social point of view uh the hurling was interesting because there was different lads from all over the country and all different ages and uh it was kind of refreshing to be a young fella and actually to be playing effectively with with adults i suppose who actually were kind of approachable it was actually good crack i think that was actually one of the key things was good crack after minor, then you went away to college and you didn't play much hurling with the club or county, but you returned. When I went to college, I did first year in um, NUAG, and that actually was a big formative uh, experience for me from a hurling point of view because I would have played on the freshers team and I would have been exposed to a lot of lads who played at a high level. I remember... Um, I think Clare had won the minor All-Ireland that year in 98, or 97 possibly, I can't remember which, but I remember the Clare, like the Clare winning, that the All-Ireland uh, winning captain with Clare was in my year at that time. Um, so there was a lot of, there was a few Clare and Galway minors in that. So that was a good experience, just getting exposed to that level of hurling um, in college. So I was only in Galway for a year, so that certainly would have... Um, well, that's where I really I kind of started to take it more seriously then from that. And then, uh, you know, it probably would have helped me then going back to the club that I'd been spent effectively a winter and a spring playing at that level. Uh, then the next three years I actually spent away in college. I was in Wales and in the States. In a, in a funny way, as happens to a lot of people, being away made me more keen when I came back. So when the summers, when I came back for the summers, I was more keen than ever for her. And so there was more of a hunger there. And then... Um, by the time I finished my last year in college, I was mad keen to get into the county senior team. Uh, and I would have been just turning 22 at that stage. Uh, so from then on, that was uh, Matthew Murphy was actually over the team then. I was late coming into the team because I'd been away in college. So I didn't, really, um, I didn't really get any significant game time. And then the following year then was 2003, and that was when Jerry Spellman took over. So... I was in the county panel for three years there when he was there. First year or two, I was a, a bit of a yo-yo player. I was kind of in and out of the team. Kind of the third year in, I kind of managed to, I suppose, nail down the place. Then I was off again on my travels for two years. And then 2008, actually, Martin Brennan was over the team with Pete Finnerty. And then I was basically played for... Effectively four seasons then from that time onwards. Obviously, uh, Martin Brennan, again, hugely involved with the Hurling Club down through the years. Um, he would have had a, a big influence on your county career, as did Pete Finnerty. Yeah. And they made you captain as well. What a great honour. Yeah, yeah, it was a great honour. I was always a bit self-conscious about it, given that it was a Westport man making me the captain. But, um, yeah, yeah, it was a big honour. Um, you know, it just was probably a bit of a pity. It it, um, it happened to fall when we were... Uh, that was Martin's 
third year, I think, uh, or possibly fourth year, actually, we had got to the Christie Ring semi-final the two previous years. Um, but that year, we were possibly a little bit in transition. We lost a few players. At that time, you were starting to see lads um, moving away because of the whole Celtic tie record collapse and everything. So that was uh, 2010. At that stage, Westport had a number of players on the county panel. And down through the years, a lot of Westport club players have gone on to wear the red and green. Yeah, and thinking back to that time, um, I suppose through the um, first decade of the 2000s, there would have been a lot. Stephen Broderick was there. I think he was literally there from straight out of minor. But you had others, Dermot Tiernan, obviously, um, he was involved around the same time Stephen was there as well, and he was in it for a good few years. Uh, there was a few other lads. Um, Derek Connington was in, in with them as well. And then in terms, I suppose, other homegrown players, you had Jerk Corcoran was involved. for He was in with them for a few years. James Hogan, Paul Broderick as well. And then you certainly had a few of the Galway lads who moved to Westport. Aidan Connolly would probably be, would would be the standout player amongst them. But then uh, Ronan Cullinan as well, Kieran Hines were in with as well. Coming back to the club hurling then, what are your fondest memories of playing? You know, you probably played 15, 16 years senior hurling for the Westport senior hurling team. What are your fondest memories? Well, from the early years, it'd be going away to places like Belmullet and just having just good raw games, but there wasn't too much niggling in there. Belmullet had a good team at the time and they won a county title around that time. And I suppose in the early 2000s, we were kind of had, had some good games. Probably a little bit bittersweet in that we never possibly delivered on our potential. So we kind of you could kind of break it down into it. It was kind of a couple of different teams there. We probably had a lot of non-homegrown players, if you like, at that time as well. Obviously, Dermot Turner would have been the, the standout player of, of them. Um, do remember there was just good crack and good camaraderie in those teams. You'd have played in, I think, two county finals as well, 2012 and 2005, possibly. 2005 and. Uh, I want to say it was 2011, was it? The Martin Brennan factor was important in both of those years. That was the, the two years he was the manager. They were the two years we were um, uh, we actually got there. So I definitely give him a, a big uh, portion of the credit for that. Um, unfortunately, in both games, we didn't really do ourselves justice. Both games were kind of similar. We kind of did a bit of a, I suppose, a, a Mayo in Coe Park in 2004. And that sort of style of game, we kind of... Didn't you know? We just didn't really show up in the day in either of those, and as I said, didn't really do ourselves justice. Now I should actually mention, it's it's not fair to say Martin Brennan was 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 the manager necessarily in 2005 because Pat, Pat Cox obviously was also there. He was also ostensibly the manager. Martin was training us for that year. What's your own philosophy now, Connor, on coaching? Because you're involved back coaching with the club now. It's all skills orientated uh, in, in in terms of my philosophy. I think you have to have the skills and develop the skills and try and make it fun and make it challenging. Make the kids self-motivated to try and improve their skills, to try and develop that sort of um, culture of practice, if you like, to make them actually <coughs> practice, but not just go out and just sort of um, unthinkingly hit a ball against the wall, but when they're practicing, be thinking about why am I doing this, you know, and be thinking about it in game context, you know. Yeah. How can we promote and develop the game further in the town and in the region? What are your thoughts on that? I've been thinking back and we probably never really, as a club, have uh, mastered 
the sort of the flow through of players from we'd say 14 onwards as I said I think placing more of an emphasis at 16s and minor has to be uh, a crucial part of the club's I suppose plan going forward but from the kids point of view like local leagues like that Pat Cox tournament it seems like a really good way to go you know um, I still remember never playing them but I still remember hearing stories about the local adult leagues that were played did you enjoy your time playing with the club and county and would you recommend this to a young hurler in the club at present I did I did I really enjoyed it I'd probably be a little bit um, mixed feelings looking back at certain periods of my club career because I feel we probably underachieved a little bit I suppose there's a period there around the late noughties 2008-2009 where um, I felt like I was going well with the county uh, I got a Christy Ring All-Star in one of those years so I'd, I'd look back fondly in that time I actually really enjoyed the last couple of years playing with the club um, realistically Ballyhonis and, and Tareen are well ahead of us at the moment but um, just playing with a group of lads who are effectively a generation younger than me in a lot of instances I, I enjoy that and there was a bit more freedom I suppose in it as well because for me it was all just a bonus just to be out in the field you know Conor Ryan thank you so much for talking to the Westport GAA Harling podcast finally we ask all our guests Conor to pick a piece of music that they like something that you would play before a big match in St. Patrick's Park in Westport or a piece of music that you'd listen to if you were heading off to an All-Ireland hurling final in Crow Park. What's your choice and why? There's a band called Explosions in the Sky. I like them. Uh, they're actually, their music was used in, I don't know if you're familiar with this, an American movie. There was a, uh, a, a, ser- a series made out of it as well, Friday Night Lights. They're good, kind of atmospheric, kind of melodic, heavy, quiet, heavy, quiet. Some music It's good for just getting you into a kind of a, a relaxed but ready state.